entries and also guest giveaways, gasoline cards and restaurant cards. And our grand prizes are a backyard fire pit, amen, or a uh, newly designed iPod, uh, what is that? Nano, praise God. Now, how many would like to win one of those right there? Praise God. Well, you can, amen. And this is the way that it's going to happen. Then also, children, uh, they'll be getting all types of different things. This is the way that's going to happen. As you take these cards out, as you know, you're passing them out to your friends and your enemies, your in-laws and outlaws, and everybody that you can. We'll be going out Saturday, leaving here at 10 o'clock on Saturday morning, going out. We're going to have about anywhere from 500 to 1,000 of these cards, and we're asking people to come out. So it's very easy to invite someone out to church when there's a, a little gift behind it. How would you like to come to church and win an uh, an iPad or a, a, a fire pit or uh, gas cards or so forth and so on, and you let them know that it's a contest. And so that is usually a little bit of incentive that helps. But here how it helps for you also. Everyone that will come in the back door will get a ticket. Amen. That ticket will be a drawing ticket. So everyone in attendance will get one of those tickets. But for you, the saints of God, that are bringing people to the house of the Lord and your guest does come, amen, you get a ticket for every guest that you bring. Now, there is a stipulation on the guests. There are two ways that your guests are coming. Now, if a guest has been here from two months uh, to now, from now to two months ago, they will not count. These are people that's been coming during the revival. But if they haven't been to a Sunday service, now, isn't, isn't that right? If they haven't been to a Sunday service, amen, as a guest, amen, they're going to count. So let's just say this brother right over here, amen, has a guest that he had three months ago. When they walk in that back door and he contacted them this week, amen, he'll get a ticket for that guest. Now, if you had about five of those guests coming, not only would you get a, a ticket for your attendance, but also you get five tickets because your guests had come. So it motivates you to get on the phone, start calling people that you've invited before. Amen. Best thing to do is call all the Hispanic families that you know. Praise God. Amen. And, uh, that will help you. Everybody in that family will get a ticket. So if the Brown family, amen, comes in the back door and they have seven people in their uh, family, those are seven tickets that you got. So it's seven plus one. That's eight tickets that will go into the drawing. And so we'll be drawing those tickets out uh, at the, in between that intermission time. So as you go out, that will be very important for you. So invite your old guests. Invite new guests. New guests are very, very important. Now, uh, if they've never been to church before, we really want you to focus on those people because we want those people, amen, plugging into the greatest church in the Los Angeles area. That was a great time for you to say amen. Praise the Lord. Shall we all stand? And so we do have these cards tonight, and I guess they will be in the vestibule or it would be nice if everyone just took some of these cards. Now, why don't the, uh, the more boys come up and help us? They're used to this. We need to put them to work with all them groceries they, they eat. Amen. We, we need to, for you to pass out to anyone that is able, 16 and above, 10 cards, I think it is. We could do five or ten, five or ten cards to everybody. You guys take one side, two of you take one side, two of you take the next. Amen. One more time, let us explain what's going on. It's an invitation with the music concert that's going on. Amen. Sunday morning. 
The contest is that you're inviting people out to the concert. You're inviting them out to the contest, the prizes, the cards, the things that we're giving away. Great incentive for people to come out. Tell them it's going to be about an hour and a half, music, food, fellowship, and also prizes. For you as an individual as you're going out, don't forget, amen, when you walk in the back door, you get an attendance ticket. Visitors get an attendance ticket. We'll do our very best to try to do the honor system to kind of figure out who has been here in the last two weeks, five weeks, six weeks, and we're doing that. And we'll be asking them. If you get a new one, that's very, very important. Amen. We might even also kick something in, amen, uh, as we go on. But this is just, we're using this as a means by to get people to come to church. Now, this is uh, by no means... Uh, uh, is going to replace the Spirit of God drawing them, but also this is an opportunity. Jesus also did many, many different things like this. If you read throughout the Scriptures, they would follow him sometimes just for the fish and the loaves, but the gospel would get a hold of them. So do your very best this week, college and career types people, young married couples, amen, anybody that's in need. Everyone can use gas cards. Everybody can use restaurant cards. And don't forget, the more tickets that you have in there, the more opportunities that you can have. And if you win the gift and you don't want it, you can be a blessing to a guest or give it out that way. Amen. How many is understanding what I'm talking about here tonight? Amen. Who, who has a question? Does anybody have a question? Let me answer your questions before you walk out and say, well, I ain't sure what he said. Amen. Is there any questions that we can answer right now? The phone tree's going out. We're going to be following up. Amen. We have cards. All the people that have received the Holy Ghost, we're going to be visiting these people. Amen. The map quest will be on them this for this Saturday. We'll be breaking out. We'll only go out for about an hour for those of you that like to come. The rest of us are going to go throughout the day. But you'll come in on Saturday morning. There'll be a map quest on someone that received the Holy Ghost. You'll know exactly where this house is. You leave from this place. Go straight to their house and just invite them. It will be on a map quest, and so it will be very easy. For those of you that want to just come out from 10 to 12, and then maybe you can do some lunch afterwards. But the rest of us, uh, if you'd like to go with myself, we're just going to work the whole uh, day long. Amen. Any questions before we, we go on? Amen. Praise God. Help me do this right now. Amen. We are His hands. We are His eyes. We are His feet. Amen. You have those cards in your hands. You may not get the opportunity, or you might. But let's do it collectively right now because we're all together. Would you grab those hands, those hand, grab the cards, put them up in the air right now. Amen. And say this prayer with me in your own way. God, these are the cards that I'm going to pass out this week, God. Thursday and Friday and Saturday before I come to church. And you know somebody that I'm going to come across, God. I want to feel the inspiration to invite that person, God. I pray that these cards could be anointed by the vision and burden of our pastor, God, and by the evangelistic efforts of this church to reach out into our community. I pray, God, that every card that's been raised right now will land in the hands of somebody that's hungry, God. I pray that they will not fall on deaf ears, God. But there will be an inspiration that hits that person. And they say, why not? I may as well go to church. I pray it to be done, God. And out of this effort, God, God, you always honor the effort. I pray that your blessings will be in these altars. The service will be blessed with anointed singing, God. And everything that we do for your namesake, God, will always be blessed in Jesus' name. And everyone say amen. Clap your hands to the Lord because He is great and greatly to be praised.
Praise God. If you need more cards and you run out, just call the church office or leave a message on Pastor's uh, uh, voicemail, and we'll get those to you as fast as possible. Amen. I am cautious of the time, and I also uh, definitely want to uh, be led of the Lord because it is in services like this. As my first gift, my first operation is always, amen, evangelistically praying for those that need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That is, that is one of the focuses of my ministry and what I do. The second thing that in uh, cases like tonight, I am here to motivate and to stir you into both evangelism, outreach, and also faith. Amen. I pray that that can happen tonight. Amen. I appreciate the pastor opening up his pulpit to us once again and looking forward to this weekend. Amen. But I just pray that you will pray with me as I minister to you. Amen. Because already there's been a, a uh, an opening. Amen. That I feel that that's the direction that we want to go. I never come with a set message. Uh, I always have a three or four thoughts, and I feel the spirit, amen, of the congregation in the church. So uh, let's join together as we go to see what the Lord has for us here tonight. The book of Acts, the book of Acts, amen, chapter number 2, the book of Acts, chapter number 18, and then we will also turn to the book of Acts, chapter number 20. We will stay in the book of Acts tonight, amen, the book of Acts, praise God. Amen. Had a great weekend. Amen. Kept this church on our minds. Praise God. And it's always good for me uh, while I'm preaching in different churches. Amen. I'm also thinking about, amen, the church that's catching a hold of my heart. <laughs> Praise God. And so as I'm preaching, amen, this weekend, amen, even while I am in service, Amen. I'm thinking about, amen, Life Church, amen, here with you and what's going to happen this week. While I'm preaching, I am preaching and I'm saying, boy, this would be a good message to preach at Life Church right now. Praise God. And uh, so it is throughout the week I carry uh, your burden with you. Amen. Because uh, it's just something that I feel is right. Acts chapter number 2, verse number 1. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, amen. All right, are you ready for that? Praise God. I like that scripture for some reason. And they were all in one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared upon them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat on each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. I'm just going to read that again. I'm just going to read that again. I hope you read it with me. And there appeared upon them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat on each of them. And they were all, everyone say all, all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit Gave the utterance. I pray that we all speak in tongues. I pray we all speak in tongues. Praise God. Acts chapter number 18. Acts chapter number 18. I'm going to jump into the middle 
of a story that Luke is writing about, and I will pick on up on it later on. Verse number 21, chapter 18, verse number 21. But bade them farewell, saying, I must by all means keep this feast that cometh in Jerusalem. But I will return again unto you, if God will. And he sailed from Ephesus. Once more time, I must by all means keep this feast that cometh to Jerusalem. But I will return again on to you. Amen. Chapter number 20, verse number 16. Acts chapter number 20, verse number 16. For Paul had determined, everyone say determined, to sail by Ephesus because he would not spend time in Asia. For he hastened, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. He hastened that it was possible for him to be at Jerusalem the day at Pentecost. Amen. By the help of God only, I pray that I can motivate, stir, and build your faith to a place that you as an individual, Holy Ghost field child of God, will have some grit backbone, and some determination to see, feel, and get something that you have longed for from tonight until Sunday. That is my desire. That is my prayer, that I can motivate, stir, and build your faith in God enough that you will be determined, amen, to not let anything get in your way. Amen. Would you raise your hands and would you pray to the God of heaven tonight? Amen. Pray to the God of heaven tonight that he will speak to your hearts and speak to your minds and speak to your spirit that you can be stirred in such a way that you can determine within your spirit, God, I am determined, amen, to get what I need from you. I am not about to let anything hinder me in any way. By the grace of God, I pray a Pentecost that would happen in this church, in these families, in the ministries of the people that work for you. Oh, God, help us not to think that it's just another Wednesday night, but oh, God, let there be a sounding of a mighty rushing wind in our spirits that takes a bosanda. Amen. I feel your spirit, God, here. I like to pray and feel what I feel. I like the atmosphere. I like my faith that I feel right now. I like the gift that I feel on me right now. Oh, God, let these altars be fruitful for thy name.
shake and the glory of God and build your church tonight for a revival that is nonstop continuing and the baptism is stirred with people being baptized. Holy Ghost filled people week to week in Jesus' name. Somebody clap their hands to the Lord. Turn around to your neighbor, give him a high five, and say, I'm determined here tonight. Come on, give someone else a high five. A little bit of monitor, please. Praise God. Give someone else a high five and say, I am determined. Praise God. I don't know where those red books are that they're called the Pentecostal. uh, You may be seated. What are those old red books called? Praise unto the Lord. Amen. I don't know of how many of you remember those. Amen. But there was that old song inside that book. Amen. That I am determined to hold out till the end. Jesus is with me. On him I can depend. For I know I have salvation because I feel it in my soul. I am determined to hold out till the end. How many remembers that song? What about the verse that says, Satan was so angry, he said he'd soon be back. Just let the... And he will... But I'm so full of... My Lord, I'll always find. And when I meet, oh, Satan... Hey! You notice the Texans and the old-timers knew that song, praise God. Well, if you want to know the title of my message tonight, it's a scripture where Paul said, I am determined. Amen. I am determined. There is something about that word that if you were paying close attention to the thread or the spirit of this service, of the push and the reaching for and feeling after the spirit. Amen. The Bible says by two or three that Brother Moore got up and he began to allude and push and tap on the front door of what we were going to talk about tonight. That he said, you know, I could have stayed home. Amen. You get the feeling like, you know, nothing's going to happen. But I decided I'm going to go. Amen. Because I want God to touch me. And I'm sure there was some of you that were shaking your head and you were saying, you know, I felt the same way. The gloomy, rainy day came in and I could have snuggled in a blanket and drank some hot chocolate. But I had a determination. I felt get to the house of God. I know that something is going to happen and you've got to push your way through. Principality and powers and spirits and shake that world off of you on a Wednesday and say, honey, get dressed. All hell's breaking out, but we're going to the house of God because there's a spirit of being determined that comes on you that you say, I've come too far. Amen. I am determined by the grace of God to have a move of God, a touch of God, a vision of God, or something in the house of God tonight. If you're determined, clap your hands to the Lord right now. 
that word determined has such a militant uh, uh, description about it. When you are determined, that means you get some grit. You get some bulldog biting you. You get some uh, backbone uh, that you've decided, you know what, uh, it might be stubbornness, uh, but I'm going to get this thing done. I believe I'm in the midst of a group of people, uh, amen, that have made their mind up for one thing. Uh, this is going to be a revival church. Uh, this is going to be a soul winning church. This is going to be a church uh, that has started seeing people get the Holy Ghost. Uh, and by God's grace and word, uh, we are not going to stop uh, and fold our arms uh, and say, Well, uh, we had a good run there. Uh, but no, no, no. There's got to be some determination uh, that pushes uh, and pushes uh, and pushes uh, and pushes. Clap your hands again uh, to get this train going down the track uh, and put some steam uh, into this service so we can determine, amen, that God is on our side. I said, God is on our side. If God be for you, who can be against you? Amen. Nor height, nor depth, nor principality, nor angels, or anything present, or anything future shall separate us from what we got a hold of. And we got a hold of a thing called revival. And somebody get determined. Get determined. Get determined. Get determined. Oh, I wish someone was in my corner helping me punch through this thing. I wish there was someone on that side that would get in my corner and say, Come on, Brother Howard, punch through that negative spirit. Punch through that negativity. Punch through that doubt. Somebody, amen, get in that pew and let's fight this thing through. It's very easy because your pastor said, amen, it would be very easy for us to come to another Wednesday night, amen, and just say it's another Wednesday night, and he's been raised in church all of his life. Here's the second thread of this service where two or three are speaking the same thing. It would be easy for you to say, I'm really tired, and I've worked long, and I've worked hard, and I believe you have, but that's in the flesh, but there's something that can happen in your faith. There's something that can happen in your spirit. There's something that can happen in this church that in a moment, in a moment, in a moment, that negative will turn positive. That terrible will be a victory. That dilemma will be a stepping stone to something great in your life. Come on, everybody. You're on God's team. You're on the winning side. He's never lost a battle yet. Do you understand? You're a part of a winning situation here. Let me ask you this question. Amen. Who won in the battle of heaven, God or the devil? Who won in the garden of Eden, God or the devil? Who won? Amen. Noah did on the ark. Who won in the Red Sea? Moses did. Who won at the walls of Jericho? The children of Israel did. Who won between David and Goliath? David did. What am I trying to tell you? Who won at Mount Carmel? Elijah the prophet. Who wins? in L.A., the Pasadena Church. Who wins a new life? 
Let me push it a little bit more. Who won in the fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Who won in the lion's den? I'll tell you who. God's people. God's people. God's people. God's Who's on the Lord's side? Stand up and be counted. Who's on the Lord's side? Throw your hands in the air and say, we win. We win. We win. Come on, somebody get those hands in the air right now. Talk in tongues. You're a winner. You're not a loser. You're not the tail. You're not falling behind. You're not backsliding. I rebuke that spirit. Amen. Get your marriage strong. Get your life strong. Get your spirit strong. We win. We win. We win. Give someone a high five and tell them you win. Who won at Gethsemane? Who won at the graveyard? Who won at Pentecost? Who won in the book of Revelation? Who sits on the throne? We win. Read the book. We win. We win. We win. We win. I read it. We win. Square your shoulders. Get your head up in the air and say, Devil, I am determined. I am determined. I am determined. This is going to be a revival church. This is going to be a revival family. That's going to be a revival pastor. These are going to be revival saints. No, we're not falling asleep. No, we're not just folding our arms. No, we're not forgetting about revival. We will win every time. Every time. You may be seated. Who wins every time that you go through a trial if you're faithful? You do. Who is it that he gives strength to? Amen. You. Who is there? Amen. When no one else is there. God's there for you. Who's there there when you have a broken heart? God's there. It doesn't matter what you're going through. God's there. God's there. God's there. God's there. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. God's there. Though I'm on the mountaintops. God's there. Though my pockets are empty. God's there. God's there. And wherever God is, God wins. I said God wins every time. You get God in your situation. You get God in your finances. You get God in your marriage. You get God in your church. We will win every, every time. And you get God here on a Wednesday night. You get God here on a Wednesday night. Do you understand what's happening to the Spirit? Amen. It's just not another Wednesday night, but we're stepping up to the number one block. Amen. We're about to stand in the number one spot again. Why? Because this church is chosen. This church is chosen. This church is chosen. It's chosen. It's chosen. I feel we need to stop right there and stand to our feet and remind of each one of us, amen, with our hands raised, we are chosen. Raise your hands, no matter what you're going through, and pray that prayer, amen, of faith and thanksgiving. We are chosen. We are chosen. We are anointed. We are the called out ones. We are the blessed ones. We are the people of God. Yeah.
I hear tongue talking. I hear the bells chiming. I hear the victory sound of a Holy Ghost national anthem being played because someone is stepping to the top of the block and saying, I win again. You know what a victory is? A victory is something you get after you've went through the battle. A victory is something that you get after you've went through the trial. Amen. Victory don't come and then you clap your hands. You go through the fiery furnace and you raise your hands and say, I made it through. I'm coming through. Why? Because you were determined. Anybody can backslide. You've heard it. Anybody can throw in the towel. Anyone can complain. Anyone can blame anybody else. But it's a winner, amen, that perseveres. It's a winner that decides I'm going to fall. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to fall. I'm going to get back up. I'm going to fall. Hey, somebody walk to the top of the mount with me. Somebody go to the top of the mountain with me here tonight. Clap your hands to the Lord as you're being seated. Come on now. Amen. When you have your own Pentecost, there's nothing like having your own Pentecost. My Pentecost is different than your Pentecost. There are moments and times that the church is collectively ushered into the presence of God and we feel Him going from side to side and we all ooh and move with the Spirit of God. Amen. But there is nothing more powerful than having your own personal Pentecost. I like it when I am able to feel the Spirit of God, not because of somebody singing it down for me, not because somebody is collectively all gathered together, where two or three are gathered together in His name, He's going to be there. But there is something about me, myself, and I. I'm the one that called the anointing down on me. I'm the one that called the prayer down, and I started speaking in tongues. I'm the one that started praising God, not because the drum or the bass, but because I... I was having my own Pentecost because I wanted something for myself. And there are times that you're going to go through life. Amen. Pastors not bringing it across with the word. Singers are not bringing it across with the song. And the congregation is not pulling it down. But you are going to be in a place, amen, that you have got to build up and dig down deep and get some desire in you that says, I'm tired of being lonely and discouraged. I'm tired of this situation. I'm tired of this. That's what David said. Amen. How long are we going to let this uncircumcised fill defile the armies of God. Amen. Forty days yelling out in your face. You're no good. He puts you down. You're not anything in God. Amen. But somebody is going to pull the wagon over, put down the cheese and put down the wine and say, I come to you, devil, in the name of God for me. They may not want it, but I'm going to get something on Wednesday night because I really, really, really need it. Sometimes you just got to get it for yourself. I said, sometimes you just got to get it for yourself. I said, sometimes you just got to get it for yourself. 
It ain't your husband calling it down. It ain't your wife calling it down. It ain't grandma or grandpa. It ain't nobody else but you with your back up against the wall. Amen. And you're looking at the bills and the finances and, and the problems at home and the things at school and the things on your job. And you just step out and you begin to rip that shirt, if you please, as an illustration. And there's a big old S that comes on your chest that says Super Saint. God, they're cussing on the job and the boss is giving you a bad time. You say, excuse me. You go into the restroom. You get on your knees. You start talking in tongues. You flush the toilet because you don't want them to hear you speaking in tongues. I've been there, done that. Amen. And when I jump out of that bathroom, amen, I'm not that old man, amen, Christian that's about to say a curse word. I've come out with joy and I'm saying, it's going to be a good day on this job. It's going to be a good day in the neighborhood. And I'll tell you what, when you walk in that back door, it's a good day on Wednesday night at New Life. Come on, Christian Spider-Man, don't throw that thing in the garbage. Amen. Come on, get yourself back in to the fight. Don't throw in the towel. Amen. Come on, Thor, pick up that hammer. I'm using metaphors here because I feel like a super Christian superhero right now. My God, everybody was kung fu fighting. My God. I like to go to a place where I feel a good fight going on. (laughs) Because we're fighting for revival. We're fighting for souls. We're fighting for faith. We're fighting for deliverance. We're fighting... Well, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Well, let someone start picking on your kids. And let confusion come to your wife. And let all things start to break loose in your house. And you're going to finally wake up and say, wait a minute. It's not, I'm not fighting flesh and blood. I'm not fighting my wife or my husband or my kids. I'm fighting a spirit here. I'm fighting spirit. I feel I got the reins in my hand of Jehu, and I'm riding to Jezebel's house, and I know that old spirit said, that's the driving of that madman Howard, and all I'm asking you tonight, can you ride in my chariot as we determine to bust through the spirit that says, no, you're not going any further, you're not going any further, uh-uh, we're going all the way to our Pentecost. I said, we're going to Pentecost. Oh, it's fun to hear the stories of the evangelists and the missionary and the pastors of saying, I remember, remember when. I remember when that happened. I remember when that happened. I was there, I guess, I don't know. I preached a message from the blind man, amen, that received his sight. Amen. He says, one thing I know, where I was blind, now I see. And the title of the message is, amen, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Praise God. Praise God. But when you know you've been there and you've seen it and you have felt it, amen, it's easy for me, amen, to preach illustratively, uh, uh, Anna, uh, animatedly, praise God. I'll make up my own words if I have to. Praise God. Praise God. Go to kellyhoward.com dictionary. Hallelujah. 
And it's easy because I see it in my mind's eye when I'm preaching and I'm laying hands on that person and that person's getting healed. Those are getting the Holy Ghost and da-da-da-da-da and the crazy things. Amen. But it's one thing for me to say it. Amen. But it's another thing to have your own story. It's one thing to have your own. Amen. My, I got three boys. Amen. My younger one's always trying to live. Amen. A story that his brothers always have stories and the middle one lived in the shadow of his brothers. But we always talk about things. So Kyle, the redheaded, good-looking kid that's not married, that if you're rich... Amen. Amen. Praise God. Marry this kid. Amen. And, and it is that he's always trying to build his own stories. And I think it's true because we're all trying to find our place in the pages of the scriptures that we can say, you know, I know it happened there, but let me tell you what happened to me. I was on the job and I got to praying with my boss and he began to cry and I laid hands on him and he began to tremble under the spirit of God. That's what needs to happen for some of you right now. But it is no different, that determination that each and every one of us have. Amen. It's a matter of building it up to a point. Amen. That is a volcano that it comes inside of you. Amen. That you are determined. I am determined. I am determined. I can tell you. Amen. When I was uh, sick in my body and, and I had a, a physical uh, illness in my body. Amen. And it was very uh, uh, serious to the point that I possibly was deciding to have some surgery. Amen. But I had determined after that Sunday morning dragging myself in literally. Amen. Dragging my leg onto the back part of the platform. Uh, sitting in my chair and not standing during the song service. Uh, amen. That I had determined I am not going home. Amen. And Sin Killing Foster was his name. Was preaching for us. An 89 year old black gentleman from the PAW church uh, that just happened to come by. Brother Keys's church and I had him lay hands on me, amen, and I felt something come on me because I was determined, honey, I am not going home with the same feeling, amen, in my body. It was very visible and it was there. I went behind the stage. I started jumping up and down, amen. I came back to him and I said, Brother Foster, when you laid hands on me, I was healed instantly. He said, well, you're supposed to be healed when we pray in Jesus' name, amen. And it's easy for me to tell you that she was healed of cancer. Amen. But I'm telling you, it's something else when you get a hold of, of your own healing uh, and your own miracle uh, and your own financial blemish. I'm about to get mad at the spirit of doubt. It's one thing for somebody else, but there's something else that has to rise out of your spirit that you say, I'm not going to settle for a hokey-dokey, amen, misfit life. I am determined to get something for myself. And so our scripture opening was the day of Pentecost. Nothing before like this prophesied from the prophets of old, from Ezekiel and Amos and Zechariah, amen, all the way threaded through about the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The book of Joel, Peter quotes, and these are not drunk as he supposed, seen as by the third hour of the day. But this is that which the prophet Joel spoke about. In the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Amen. Signs and wonders will take place. Amen. 
Amen. And they will prophesy. Amen. 120 filled with the Holy Ghost. And people on the outside at Pentecost at that particular time, theologians have told us that there was anywhere from 300 to 50, uh, 500,000 people going in and out of Jerusalem. Amen. Daily because of the peace of, uh, uh, the feast of Pentecost. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people will pilgrimage back to Pentecost because it was the feast of, amen, one of the three feasts that was described in the book of Exodus and the book of Deuteronomy. Amen. That these will be the three feasts that you keep. Amen. And here they were, but there was outside that, that upper room that if I didn't tell you, I'll tell you again that I stood there in that upper room. I stood there with a bunch of apostolics. I stood there with some Baptists, some Orthodox Greeks, and I prayed a lady through the baptism of the Holy Ghost in the upper room in Jerusalem. I was there, and it echoed in that room, and I'll never forget it to think I am in the upper room where the Holy Ghost came in. And you sit on that pew and you say, my God, I'd like to travel like that, Brother Howard. I'd like to. Well, I'm telling you, there's one thing that has to get a hold of you. Determination and get it in your mind and vision it and say, I am not going to settle for anything less. And the vision and the mission and the goal of this church, amen, is to collectively, my God, somebody stay with me right now, is to collectively stay loyal to the cause, amen, be faithful, amen, in your giving, support the ministry of this church is the goal, the mission is to save the lost, the vision is in the foyer, a building, another building, oh, somebody come on, but it's not going to happen with folded arms, you're going to determine you. We're going to do it. 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 I'm just going to throw this out there anyway. Praise God. I've been in enough churches in Southern California that had the same desires and had the same visions and had the same dreams, but I'm sorry to say, amen, things hindered them. People started going crazy. All hell started breaking loose, and I'm sorry, I can name them. One, two, three, four, five, amen, right here in SoCal, amen, and where they, they're way back starting all over again, but I pray right now, amen, because I feel a burden and faith to not let anything distract you from reaching your vision and your goal. Get the term. When all hell starts breaking loose on pastor and pastor's wife, it's not a time to run. It's a time to barricade in, get in the bunkers of prayer, and say, come on. We're determined. We're going to be one church that builds a building in L.A. in SoCal. Did they buy this building, or did you? Did they buy this building, or did they build it? Brother Haney built this building back in the day. Well, it is the will of God, amen, in 2000, amen, 11, 12, for this church to be able to have the same determination that the founding pastor had. Oh, my God, amen, that says, I don't care what the economy says. I don't care what the city says. If God be for us, nothing's going to stop. We will build a building. We will build a building. We we will build a building. We will build a building. 
we will see hundreds get the Holy Ghost. I said, we will see your family saved in Jesus' name. We will see that cancer fall off. We will see that uh, dia, uh, that uh, uh, diabetes, uh, amen, machine unplugged uh, where you don't have to take dialysis. We will see that. Brother Howard, are you preaching by faith? You better believe I am. We will see miracles. We will see signs. We uh... Do you got that determination in this church? Do you got that determination to be soul winners? To be soul winners? To build that Sunday school so big? My God, I pray this street gets done quicker than what they said. I pray that street gets done for our visitors to pull in. Amen. And feel and see what's going on here. Paul wasn't there on Pentecost. Paul wasn't there. He wasn't there. It was many years later that Paul even came in contact, amen, with anybody that could give him any direction. And it was God himself. Paul was on his high horse and got knocked off of it. Amen. Heard a voice saying, how come you're always doing stupid stuff? Amen. He said, well, who art thou, Lord? I'm Jesus, who you're persecuting. And all those people that you're trying to kill and destroy. Amen. What do I do? So I want you to go to, into the street, into a town, into a building, into a house. And I want you to sit there. Amen. The people that were with him heard not the voice, but they saw the light. And that's how some people are around your work. They see the light, but they don't hear the voice. Praise God. So it is that Paul gets led into a house and a good saying of God by the name of Ananias is praying. Amen. It was a normal thing for them to pray before dinner, after dinner, up on the house like Peter did in the 10th book of the book of Acts. Amen. Had some fried chicken, some tortillas, and some carne asada and went upstairs. Taking a little nap, a vision came down, saying, eat these things. Amen. Someone knocking on his door, Cornelius. So it is that Ananias is told, Go. You'll find a man by the name of Saul of Tarsus. Oh, my God, you mean i got to pray for that guy? You mean i got to talk to my boss? You mean i got to talk to my professor? You mean i really got to go across the street and knock on my neighbor's door? If that's what God's telling you to do, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Are you still with me right now? Let's all stand. So it is that we know that Paul is prayed for. Amen. He's baptized. He goes to Arabia for three years, gets a hold of his mind, takes everything that he's learned as, as a Herodian, a follower of Herodian. He's from the Sanhedrin, but he's a very faithful man to the set that is Herodians, amen, that follow Herod. And so it is that he gets all the revelation and gets it all straightened up in his mind. Amen. Read the book of Hebrews where he pulls it all together and straightens it all out in his mind. And here he is now. Amen. Shows himself to the pastor James in Jerusalem. 
Amen. There he is, just a normal guy with everybody else. Feels the call. We're glad that Paul's part of us now. Amen. We give him the right hand of fellowship. Amen. This is Bartimus. Amen. You know Mark. Praise God. This is Silas over here. Here's a couple other young guys. Philip. Amen. Some of these others. You know the rest of the apostles here. Matthew. And here's Mark. You know Luke. And Luke's right there. They, they have something in common. Paul's hearing all the stories. Peter walks in. Amen. Has been ministering. Amen. He walks in. He begins to tell the stories and rehearse to them the things that Jesus told them. Are you still with me? Would you say amen? He said, that, remember that day that we walked by the gate beautiful and the man was healed? Amen. And there, that started a revival. Remember the beatings. Remember the jail. Remember the prison doors open up. Amen. Remember the revivals. Remember the 3,000. Remember the 5,000. Do you remember all these things? And Paul's just there going, my God, I want a part of this. I want a part of this so bad. Well, Barnabas, you take Paul, you take Silas, and you take Mark. You guys head out on some missionary journeys. Amen. They're going out and about. But in the back of Paul's mind, he's saying, I wasn't there at Pentecost. Amen. And I want to have some, I want to get a hold of something that Peter got a hold of. I want to get a hold and see, amen, what they saw when the healings took place and the outpouring and this tongues of fire. I wasn't there, but I'm determined that I want to be there. Amen. In some type of church service or in some type of atmosphere that I can say, I seen it with my own eyes. And it was Paul's determination every year because he understood they would celebrate the uh, Feast of Pentecost all over again. But the church at Jerusalem would be pumping out a revival. And he said, I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm way over in Asia right now. And I'm telling you, I'm not going to let anything. I know I'm on a missionary journey. I know I got some things that I got to do. But I can't worry about that right now. My job, my school. It will be secondary. I've got to focus on a spirit of revival and faith that's in our church. And I can't be hindered. I can't let these things stop me and be knocked aside. I've got to make it to Jerusalem for my Pentecost. I could give you three more instances where Paul was determined. I got to get to that feast in Jerusalem. I've got to get back there. I'm out on these journeys and I'm out witnessing and I'm out doing this. But I am determined that I am going to be in a service on a Sunday at Life Church where me and myself sees miracles for my own self. I see glory for my own. Paul was never there at Pentecost, but he was determined, I am going to get a hold of it for myself. And I'm not going to live on Peter. I'm not going to live on James's idea. I'm not even going to live on Brother uh, uh, Brown or Brother Howard's experiences. I am going to be there in my church, and I'm going to see where my own eyes, where 25 people get the Holy Ghost, and my family is safe. I wish someone was helping me right now. This church, 
And you saints have to muster up enough determination that you are saying, we're not going to hear about it down at, uh, at, that, uh, at, at Chula Vista. We're not going to worry about it in San Diego. We're, we don't want to hear the stories of Louisiana or Dallas. We're Some church, somewhere in Los Angeles, there's going to have to be an Azusa, a Jerusalem experience. And why not this church right now? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? I got it. 
I want you to raise your hands right now. I don't know, eight days possibly, amen, that the, the disciples prayed. Amen. They carried in Jerusalem until they were to be endued with power from on high. Amen. Some of you have been waiting a long time for some things to happen. I'm just a voice crying in the wilderness tonight. I've got up on that computer up there two other different messages. But God has inspired me in this service that if this church will go just a little bit farther, I am telling you, this weekend could be a letter day. Listen, listen, your pastor's been inspired. Amen. Your pastor's been inspired. We've got a contest. We've been planning for this music, amen, uh, uh, thing. Tomorrow night, the practices. Get involved in that. Be a part of this, this feast, this celebration that's coming up this weekend. Amen. Everything should be, let me tell you, what did Paul say? Amen. He says, look. I'm sailing by Ephesus, and, and I know I'm supposed to be ministering to everybody in Asia Minor, but I'm going to stop what I'm going to do, amen, I'm going to get on a ship, and I've just got to make sure I'm at Jerusalem, because I know there's going to be one day that I'm at that Jerusalem feast, and I'm going to hear that mighty Russian wind like they did, I'm going to see it, and feel, oh, somebody help me right now. Pastor, I don't know, but I got enough faith. I got enough faith and feeling in myself right now. Amen. That this could be a Sunday that is going to be so red letter that we are going to talk about it for months and months. And months. But you know what you have to do? It's hard. It's hard. It's hard right now. Well, you know my schedule. And this is on my schedule right here. Praise God, I got that going on, I got that going on, and I got that going on. Amen. Let me tell you something. Amen. You look at that schedule, and then you weigh out in eternity. Three days, Thursday, Friday, and a Saturday, coming in here on Saturday. You weigh everything out. Say, you know what? I can push that aside. I can push that aside. I can just focus. I can stay. I, I'm not going to get carnal. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to let arguing come in our house. I'm not going to let situations happen. We are going to stay focused because we are determined that this Sunday is going to be a Sunday that we're never, 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 never going to forget. Here's. The Bible says, Thou shalt not covet. Then it says, Covet the best gift. This is my coveting. So I guess I'm going to make a spiritual covet. I pray, God, that this Sunday, for Kelly Howard, not because of me, but I want to be able to share the testimony of this church with every other church that I'm working with in Southern California. That I could say, I'm telling you, amen. Brother Brown's church and Sister Brown's church, they've got something going there. And if you want to know about revival, if you want to hear about revival, I am telling you, they've got something going up. And let me tell you what happened the Sunday that I was there. Signs, miracles, healings, what...
God grant it that I get to tell that about Temecula. God, God grant it that I get to tell that about San Diego. I want that. God grant it that I get to tell that about Whittier. But I am determined, uh, amen, because I'm hooked up uh, with that man of vision right there that this Sunday is going to be uh, a Jerusalem Pentecost for this I can't whistle. Somebody. Go ahead, give a Holy Ghost whistle in this. My God, the kids are going crazy up here. I pray that you get so wild and crazy and get so determined right now. Praise God that you bust out of this house tonight. Amen. You wake up in the middle of the night. I'm going to win somebody. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If you don't have somebody by the time that you get on this parking lot, you stop that car and you turn it around and be about five minutes late, about ten minutes late, and you drive up and down these streets. I don't care if you got a dragon, oh, derelict Derek, or crackhead Kenny, or I don't care if you have to dragon. Anybody, you drag them in. You park their sharpened carts out there if you have to. You tell them you're going to buy them dinner. Amen. We're we're bound and determined to get about 50 sinners in this place. My God, I said I'm determined to get some sinners in this house. Sinners in this. Praise God. I'm determined to have my Pentecost. Is that the way you feel tonight? Clap your hands to the Lord right now in Jesus' name. Now listen. I want it to be that Sunday we are praying for healings. I'm going to focus. Don't worry. The main thing is, if, 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 I don't have time to give you all the, 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 the strategy of it. But the more sinners you have in the house, I'm telling you. From my experience, amen, the more sinners that you have here, the more gifts and power that's going to be in this house. How many understands that philosophy? You bring the vessels, he'll fill them. We can't just have two or three or five. I'm, I'm just telling you, it don't work that way. Amen. But I want us to push ourselves for three days. I want us to be where saints are standing up and sinners are sitting down. You have, we have the tools, we have the means. My God, we have the best church. We have awesome music. We have a mediocre evangelist, but a great pastor and great saints. What more do we need? We just need sinners, and God will do the rest. God will show up and show off. And I'm telling you, if you have your Holy Ghost groove on, I'm going to have more glide in my stride, more dip in my hip, more quiver in my liver. 
I'm going to float like a butterfly. I'm going to sting like a bee. I'm going to get a sinner praying through. I'm going to see as a saint of God being healed. Come on now. I'm determined. I'm determined. I'm determined. Join hands if it's appropriate. We're as only as strong as the weakest link in our church. Amen. Some of you that are going through trials, some of you are going through some dark times, let me tell you, stop right now. Peace be still in their lives. Give them freedom for a few days that they can focus on soul winning. And let he that is spiritual lift another one up, lest he himself fall into the same temptation. God, push back for just this weekend. Amen. An opportunity. Amen. An effectual door for us to witness. Let boldness come on us. Let boldness come on us and let the house be shaken. Be full of the Holy Holy Ghost, Stephen. Be full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Go out. Go out and witness and witness and witness and witness and witness. My God, I feel the power and the anointing of my pastor on me tonight. I feel keys in this place, Brother Brown. Amen. There's a lot of spirit that I feel that resembles, uh, amen, that early church of Modesto. There's a lot of similarities. Boldness and determination, bulldog grit and faith, and, and go out there and witness to everybody, 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 everybody. In Jesus' name, praise God. Do you feel the Holy Ghost tonight? Is there a witness in the house tonight? How many more of these do we have? Did we pass them all out more, boys? We passed them all out. Pastor, I think we might need a couple more for Saturday. If you'd like to come on Saturday, please come with us. I am determined, praise God, to choke something and find somebody and drag them and invite them to church by the grace of God. Amen. Is this all right tonight, folks? Praise God. I, have nef- I am pumped up. God, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. I pray that it's Saturday night. Let me be here on Sunday right now. Praise God. That's how determined. I wish this was Sunday morning right now. I'm living in the future of being here on Sunday morning. My God. I'm going to live for Sunday morning. Amen. We're going to be weekend warriors. Amen. I don't even want to stop preaching. Praise God. I know I have to. It's 10 after. I can preach on. Bring sinners. Brother Brown, you want to say anything before we dismiss? Praise God. Amen. Are you determined tonight? Uh, are you determined tonight? You're dismissed. Pray them through. Drag them to church. Don't forget more cars. Amen. Let's go. Praise God. You're dismissed. In Jesus' name. Pray, pray, pray. Amen. Witness, 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 witness. We're on the right track. We're on the right track. We're on the right track. We have a few more here. Come on. Hey, please stop. Everybody stop, look, and listen. Stop, look, and listen. Let's get all these cards out of my hands tonight. Let's get out all these cards. Let's come back up and get five more, ten more. Somebody, let's make sure these are gone. Take a few more. Take a few more. Let's get rid of all these cards tonight. 
make pastor have to make some more. Pastor, how many did you make? Just take a few more. There you go. Just take a few more. Here we go. A few more. Just everybody get just a few more. Don't leave them in your car. Don't leave them in your glove compartment. Don't put them up under your seat. Amen. Don't leave them in your purse. Amen. Don't let your kids spill stuff on them. Praise God. I got one more. Who'll take this one? This one right here. Praise God is the winner. This one right here. Praise God. I got one more card. Who wants it? I'm going to put my name on it. Praise God. Kelly. Someone get this flyer to pass out. This says Kelly Howard on it. Praise God. This I want this to be a soul winning card right here. Someone take this last card, soul winning card. You give it to somebody to make sure they get here. Praise God. I pray they bring that card back. The key word as you're walking around talking to people is, are you determined? Are you determined? Are you determined? 